bam 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 views you still gotta get those monthly users that being said for those of us who don't live in the us the episode started by them re-establishing who the mandalorian is how he doesn't really take shit from anyone how he kind of is just like yeah no i'm i'm not gambling when it comes to me winning this fight because i'm a goddamn badass not that he would ever say that because goddamn badasses don't say that they're goddamn badasses it was funny as well that you could see the skeezy dude being like Oh, I'm gonna make a bet with you about all this kind of stuff, but you could see how he wanted to rig the bet. Um, and it's almost like he was annoyed that he didn't get the chance because he pulled out his gun and shot the dude as if he was gonna rig the bet that way anyway, even though it didn't matter at that point. <laughs> That's the equivalent of continuing to tell a joke when somebody else already knows the punchline and they tell you that they already know the punchline. Buddy, just cut your losses and run. I almost immediately noticed that with the soundtrack they've decided to really uh, undercut a lot of the Mandalorian's theme in a lot of new and interesting ways, that was fun. Uh, or maybe that's just because I've listened to the soundtracks individually by now. But ah, oh, I love that theme so much as you can probably tell by the intro. Okay, so first off, I love Tatooine. Um, I think it was really cool that this episode was Tatooine, I really like what it explored on Tatooine. But I've got to say, for a planet where nothing ever happens, a lot tends to happen on Tatooine, and it's kind of weird. And to be fair, this did tie back to uh, events in a plausible way, uh, because that, that sheriff dude had Boba Fett's armor. Pretty sure it was Boba Fett's armor. Forgive me if I'm wrong. And, um, yeah, so you, obviously he got Boba Fett's armor from the Jawas, who got it from, presumably, his corpse. I like how that all tied together, that was pretty neat. Uh, it was nice that we saw a little bit of that character development where he's like, oh, I don't have an irrational hatred of droids anymore because of the events of the uh, finale of season one. They can work on my ship, it's fine. The sheriff dude whose name I definitely don't remember and I'm not going to bother to look up, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, he was kind of weird. I did like him to an extent, but he felt like he was trying to be the protagonist. When you're not the protagonist, buddy, when the Mandalorian's in the room, you're not the protagonist, you're just not. I must admit, while the Mandalorian looks fantastic, some of the CGI did stand out to me as not being entirely... Well, I mean, it's, it's you know when you watch something with CGI in it, and you can tell that it, it, the things are CGI, and you're like, that looks okay now, but in like 10 years that's going to look awful. That's the kind of CGI that was in this for maybe the first three quarters of the episode. The final fight was fine, in my opinion. But there was just some of that kind of stuff where like, you could see the character movements were... Um, sometimes they were slightly stiff when they were supposed to be in motion. They weren't necessarily reacting the way they would be if they were on an actual moving um, speeder, that kind of thing. But, you know, this is a series and not a full-fledged movie production. It doesn't have the same budget, and I think for the budget that it's on, it probably looks fantastic. I say it was... I noticed it, but it wasn't necessarily distracting. I was kind of almost looking for it because I was like, I don't know, man, this is, this is running on a show budget. I want to see what they can do and, you know, maybe what's not so good and all that. The sheriff's backstory was interesting. Um, he was definitely trying to paint himself as a sympathetic character of, look, dude, I saved the, I saved the town, I deserve this armor. Um, and I was worried that at the end of the episode you'd have a whole thing where, uh, where the Mandalorian was like, you've owned this armor, or 
you're right, you're doing good with this armor, you can keep the armor. But no, he didn't do anything like that, he just took the armor and left, and I was like, yeah, that's probably consistent with the character, he's not uh, lawful good, or or just pure good or anything like that, he's, he's, I mean, he's better than he was when he was pure bounty hunter, but, you know, he's not a fucking saint. Like, we as viewers can probably agree that it doesn't really make sense for him to take the guy's armor when the guy was clearly doing good using that armor, uh, but we also know that the Mandalorian uh, takes his creed very seriously, as was shown in the previous series with uh, him refusing to take his helmet off even when he was nearly dying and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I think it's consistent with the character, it makes sense. It would be a bit weird if he did just turn around and go, you know what, I like your bub. Uh, Especially since he's not Wolverine. Da, 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 da. I forgot to mention, I did like when the Mandalorian first met the Sheriff, and the Sheriff took his helmet off with no hesitation, and Mando just looks at him like, The fuck? You can do that? That's allowed? <laughs> Obviously not what he was thinking, I'm just being dumb. I really, really enjoyed the prominence of a Tusken Raiders in this episode, how uh, they're shown to have more sides than just uh, 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 and shooty shooty and get killed by edgy Anakin. It was cool to see that they have a sort of culture that it's actually possible to, you know, dine with them and make deals with them and all this kind of stuff. Um, and while even Mandalorian still doesn't agree that, you know, they're good people because they do raid and all that kind of stuff, it was interesting to see them fleshed out a little bit more, um, to have more aspects to them. The fact that they were actually able to broker peace with the humans and all that kind of stuff and how the humans treat them. It was really cool, I enjoyed it, it was great. Gotta say though, it was a little bit weird to see the Mandalorian speaking Tusken Raider. That didn't feel natural to me. That felt like a choice of a language that was made 40 years ago and now they're having to stick with it. Usually, you know, they get by by having like Chewbacca understanding English so Han Solo's not just rumbling at him the entire time. But hey, you know, props to them for being serious about it. I did like how when they went back to the um, inn, inn, bar, tavern, whatever you would call that place, cantina, that's the one, I know my Star Wars. When they go back to the cantina and they're talking to the entire village about what's about to happen, um, <laughs> the sheriff's like, and the deal is that he takes my armour because it's part of his creed, and then was just like, yeah, we're fine with that. I have a feeling deep down he was like, I want, I want you to sell that, say that's not, <laughs> that's not fair. He was going on about how the armour helped him save a village, but like, when you wear the armor, do you suddenly become really good at using a blaster? Because he just whipped into that place and pew pew pew! And yeah, sure, he took a blaster hit to the chest which would have killed him otherwise, but that was that was there for the plot. He could have just, like, dodged it or some shit. Blaster bullets don't travel that fast, come on now. Basically, what I'm saying is maybe the Mandalorian armor was the friends we made along the way. The fight against the dragon? I think they call it a dragon, right? The fight against the dragon uh, was a really cool sequence. Um, I mean, it had the tropey, like, you know that it's not all going to go according to plan because if it did that would be boring um, but towards the end when everything goes to shit and the Mandalorian and the Sheriff both take off and start fighting it together that was fucking cool I enjoyed that a lot that dragon worm dude uh, he was belching acid everywhere as well he was a very belchy boy I would not want to have an acid reflux like that boy did I think maybe I could argue that the show was slightly inconsistent with the amount of people in a shot uh, for instance, at one point I thought they were running out of Tusken Raiders, and then suddenly there were way more of them to use. Um, at one point when uh, the Sheriff is talking about his backstory, and you see the mining dudes come in and start shooting up the cantina, it's like, oh, 
it looks like most of the villages in there, but you go back and suddenly there's more villagers. It, it seemed kind of weirdly inconsistent to me. Uh, got some weird Game of Thrones Season 8 vibes in that respect. But that's probably fine, you just needed more people on screen to be eaten, didn't you? I think the cool thing about The Mandalorian in regards to uh, which one's cooler between him and Boba Fett is he got eaten, but he got better, you know? He got out of it. He blew it up. He was a badass one. Oops, my post-2000 Star Wars bias is showing. Before you get mad, I'm joking about a bias. I like all Star Wars. Shut up. I gotta say, I really did like the shot of the Tuscans mining the carcass of the dead dragon. Like, that's so fucking cool. I thought Disney would shy away from showing something like that because it's a straight-up giant carcass with blood and meat and everything, but no, you just see them sleuthing away at that shit. Sleuthing? That's not the right word, they're not detectives. Or I guess they kind of are because they were detecting a big pearl in there. But yeah, that's about that. Sheriff gives Mando his Mando armor, Mando takes Mando armor and flies away. And then we see, ooh, mysterious antagonist watching him, presumably antagonist watching him. And it's like, oh my god, I'm going to stay subscribed to Disney Plus for another whole week so I can see what happens there. I'm not a cynic, you're a cynic. I have to say, in all honesty, I'm not sure how I feel about weekly episodes releasing on a streaming platform. Um, I do like it being released all at once because I can binge it, but on the other hand, for a show like this, there's lots to digest each episode, and I, I would accept the argument that it being published weekly is more of an artistic choice in that manner, so that you're not just binging it and then missing out on the details, you're having a week to analyse, to think about it, to enjoy it. But I mean, like, they must know that a large portion of people are just going to watch it later on anyway after it's released, so I don't know. It does mean, though, that I get to do eight, presumably eight, I assume there's going to be eight episodes, eight uh, thoughts on uh, episodes uh, where I talk about each and every episode. I hope you are up for that. Normally I do shows as an entire series, but I did mention with Doctor Who when I was doing that one a while back that for something that's more of like a, each episode has its own contained narrative, um, so something like Doctor Who or something like The Mandalorian, um, as opposed to something like The Legend of Korra, um, I would rather do an episode on each episode, at least as long as I'm watching it when it's currently airing instead of later on all at once. I am also doing a Thoughts on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and I'm doing that one slightly differently too, in that I'm doing uh, individual thoughts on each episode, but I'm sticking them all into one video, or it might be the first half of the season, depending on how long I go, and then the second half of the season, so uh, I'm going to be experimenting with thoughts on, so let me know what you think about that. Um, I should probably also tweet about that, because some people are going to be like, I don't care about The Mandalorian, and then why is Christian suddenly posting so many thoughts on videos? I don't want this channel become, to become overrun with thoughts on videos, I don't want to dilute my content that way. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to throw up like an hour-long thoughts on on Buffy the Vampire Slayer because realistically, who's going to sit down and listen to all of it? So there you go, thoughts on The Mandalorian and thoughts on thoughts on. You got a treat today, didn't you? I will see you back here next week for the next episode. Bam, 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 and expect to hear me doing that all of the time as well. I'm sorry, but it's not going to stop. I love it too much.